right, today's podcast finds us on a, a pretty interesting day. So we've got National Take Your Christmas Tree Down Day. And then, of course, even bigger than that is Tim Allen. Just a little bit, you know? <laughs> uh, this is really cool because if you know the show, obviously, country music, we get to interview all those stars all the time. And that's awesome. We love that. But a celebrity, a Hollywood celebrity with a guy who's been on as many shows, voice characters as big as Buzz Lightyear for so long, and to get to have him on our show and have an Obi Ashley welcome and conversation, that was part of today's show. All right, let's get into it. Ooh, so yesterday hit close to home in the zip code of 34787. Oh, yeah? Winter Garden, we had the city employees... Uh, and we were talking about this, how we gave all of the respective cities. So Mount Dora, Winter Park, uh, Kissimmee, you know, you have the city departments that they go out and they try to decorate as much as possible to make their towns uh, look enjoyable, arms wide open, like, a, like super awesome. So yesterday I saw them taking all that stuff down. And I was like, wow, you know, what a what a task, uh, you know, first of all, to put it all up. I, I, I think like everything, it's the excitement of getting everything up and, and you're doing it. Yep. But the takedown sucks. Yep, both ways. Got to put it up, got to take it down. There's got to be people to do both. So this morning to you, the national anthem from Obi and Ashley. Obi, Ashley, K92.3. So today is a pretty fun show. We've got a pretty big deal in the studio yeah. as uh, we've got Tim Allen. So I, I know him as TV royalty. Both Ashley and I were kind of gushing over home improvement. Oh, yes. Last man standing. Even in the theaters, Santa Claus. I mean, he did three of those. Back in the 90s, there was this grunt that men would do because of him. <laughs> yeah, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. And then, of course, Buzz Lightyear. To infinity and beyond. Well, he's at the Dr. Phillips Center tomorrow night for a stand-up show. But right now, Tim Allen's with us on the show. Good morning, Tim Allen here on the phone. No way! Ah! Okay, cool. Hey, uh, hey. Hold on, sorry. I had to do a little bit of a freak out there for a second. We have to Just, gather ourselves. Okay, it fre- it, you freaked me out. Okay, I've got to sit down now. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry. Typically what they do with us, Tim, is they say, okay, we're going to have Tim Allen for you here in, in, in two minutes, and then they pass it to you. And then, you know, in that two minutes, we get a chance to, to gather ourselves, you know, get some composure. <laughs> Um, but brother, it's good to be talking to you, man. I thank you so much for making time for us here in Orlando. <laughs> You're welcome. It's great. I mean, thanks for having me. Obviously, it's a mutually assured destruction. Well, we're going to talk about why you're coming. But first of all, I had to ask, of course, doing a little research, as you would know, considering you went to college for radio and TV, I've got to ask you about that. It might have been a little while ago and your journey's taking you many different ways. But that is pretty cool. That's exciting for us when you've got huge stars as yourself who kind of worked or have a little bit of experience and a taste of our field. Well, not only that, I started with uh, WXYZ radio in Detroit with talk radio, and I did that. I, I wish I could remember. I think it was 11 to 4. It, so I get about three calls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then one of the girls that I always wanted to date, her mom was such a fan of mine. and she, She'd call up as different people several times during the night. And I go, uh, I, Vera, I know it's you again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. I worked around in Detroit area at Ron Rose Studios. Also learned from some of the best VO, the voiceover talents that were... Not only radio people, some of them were just voiceover talents. And I, I just adored working with radio. And also, I learned that morning radio sports and morning radio talk was really the deal it was. It's kind of, in a way, 
you guys don't realize the gem you have, or maybe you do. It's, it's such it's such a part of a America that's the big deal. And we're just we were just writing with my one of my kids because they they watch TV and devices. They don't even they don't watch TV that much, let alone AM or FM radio. Well, that's that's interesting that you say that though, because a lot of people like yourself in your field too don't know necessarily radio unless you work in it. And I gotta say too. Uh, my parents are both from outside the Detroit area. My dad went to Farmington High, so he's a, he's a big nice. fan. Oh, great. I'm trying to get him there Friday with me. Well, work a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, Tim, can you? I want you to drop a little bit of wisdom because when you started doing radio, I mean, obviously nobody knows that their future is going to take them where it's going to take them. What did radio do for you to get you to be the Tim Allen that you are today? Radio is it was about production, about setting up what it takes to get where you are. And it was step by step by step. And the best thing about radio and then eventually TV and film production is all the groundwork to get you where you want. And it's step by step by step. And radio, there's no more basic. You've got to get in there. And you, you, you're looking across your engineer. That's, I learned that stuff first. And it reminds me of everything I've done in home improvement to last man standing, the, the careers I've had, those mirror... Uh, sporting goods and then the construction industry and it all taught me all the way through the basics of it is process getting where you want to go and there's no better process and especially one engineer myself a radio signal voice talent and then you had to get some way to connect with your audience and it was really a primer in getting wow um, your personality to express itself well, we love that you have such an appreciation. <laughs> Hell that's yeah, sure. man, that's awesome. Um, but I want to ask you too about the journey, and you're talking about the processes of radio, and then you got into TV, and now you know Home Improvement was so big. I love that show. And then Last Man Standing. What did it take for you to say, okay, yeah, I want to come back to TV and do this this show? It was a a, a challenge, really a challenge, like anything. As I, you know, I got Home Improvement took me away from my love of stand up because I. It was very difficult timing to keep on the road, so I kind of put a pause button and to go back to comedy was a, probably you know, 15, 20 years ago when I got back on the road again. The second show, Last Man Standing, was a challenge. It, I put it in my head, if I was, I built hot rods all the time. I said, God, if I wanted to put an electric motor on a hot rod, which I'm building now, I said, what would it take? Just curious to me. And I do that all the time with motors and engines. I said, what would it take to put a bigger engine in it? And in that case, I said, if I did a show, what would what would I want to do? And I'd said, I used to work in a sporting goods, a very small town well, it was in Michigan, but they sold a lot of stuff, guns, fishing, and everything. I loved that job. And I, and I said, if I were to do another show, I would do that. And instead of having three sons, just completely reverse it, have three daughters. Wow. So I yeah. said, oh, that would be a way to do it, but I'd have to have a way to talk to the audience like we did at Tool Time. So that was the Mike Baxter vlogs. And then I needed a mentor, and that was Ed Elzate at Last Man Standing. Everything worked exactly right. I have daughters, so it was it was a really watershed thing for me to be able to express how, in my world, as I said all through college, I was raised by women, real strong women, and I said I became a masculinist as opposed to a feminist. I was. <laughs> I understand female points of view because I had a strong mother, aunt, two grandmas that raised us. And I said, right. what, do, what it took to be a man, and that was what the show Last Man Standing really taught me. How is it to be a dad who's a, a male figure right. who has daughters? So you really can't be 
an anti-feminist or a misogynist. It was, and that was the fun. Everything in that show was revolving around my respect and admiration for the wife and the three girls. You know what's interesting, Tim, is that is that as we sit here and as you tell me about that, I, I'm I'm sitting here refreshed with this feeling of. Dude, we owe you major congratulations for helping raise America from oh, the fa- yeah from the family values and, and home improvement and then last man standing. Not only that, but look look at this. I, I'm even looking at you know Santa Claus the movie, uh, even yeah. Road Hogs. You know, like my kids, just you've helped raise America. The young adult that I am, I was a kid who was watching Home Improvement. You know, I'm 40 now. But you, yeah, you, he uses oh, young man, adult. You don't look 40. Loosely. That shirt makes you look so young. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I knew he'd notice. Uh, but thank you. Just thank you. I don't know if that was your intention, but if that's the way that God used you, man, wow. What what a gift. Listen, I, you, I've had the, 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 the gift and the gratefulness, as you said, of having the great people put in my life. It isn't me, really. I will definitely be, drive the race car. As you know, you have a team the way it works and you put it put it bluntly as god plans it i ride it and the deal is the people both shows had magnificent uh, role models for me as well as men and women the, the staffs the writing the production the lighting if you'd see the pictures that i have in my office of all the people that put home improvement together for sure and then last man standing it became a family, and there's so many good people, all of us directed towards that, whether we agreed and we did not agree in politics in the writer's room. Right. When it got out there, we pre- we presented a, a little higher ambition. The whole idea was family and connection supersede all that stuff. And it, it sounds trite. You get writers that live that life and writers that all of the people that put those shows together you would call them family. Wow. Okay, so so we're talking to Tim Allen right now. Of course, you know him, TV greats, stuff like Home Improvement, Last Man Standing, big movies like Santa Claus. We watched all three of them over the holidays. <laughs> oh, Christmas with the Cranks. Just so much to talk to him about, but he's going to be here. Yeah, so tomorrow night, uh, Tim Allen's at the Dr. Phillips Center. We're not done with Tim yet, though. He's been so generous, and we're going to talk to him next about why he's still doing stand-up comedy. Obi, Ashley, this is K92.3, and this morning we've been spending a lot of time. Man, this is really rich time with Tim Allen. You know him as the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Yes. Yep, also Home Improvement. I remember growing up on that show, and then also the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus? What does that mean? Okay, so while we're talking to Tim Allen, he just got done telling us about the production family for Home Improvement, Last Man Standing, all of these movies but here he is in town doing stand-up where it's just him, the microphone, and us, the audience. So, Tim, wh- I mean, why do you still do it? I just did a warm-up at Sunset Boulevard, and as I said to my one of my lifelong friends who's out here visiting, and he hasn't seen me in quite a while, he said, are you still doing this? I said, there's no greater love I have for making people laugh as getting laughter. I went and saw Richard Pryor, George Carlin, some others when I was younger. Wow. And there was no greater joy There's th- than laughing, laughing. It's an expression of so much. It's a, it's a version of crying, I believe. Oh, wow. You release so much stuff. I love <laughs> laughing. I love it. People that make me laugh, men or women that make me laugh, I'm, I'm immediately attracted to. And then I can do that, so I get so much joy out of watching people laugh, and especially... The show you guys will see in Orlando 
you know, God willing, that I don't screw up my timing. It's like a, a concert. <laughs> if you like this avenue that I'm going down, and basically, I talk, uh, I'm all over the place. It's like a eclectic cars that I build. I joke mostly about rudimentary stuff that we all, you'll see elements of Mike Baxter, Tim Taylor, even Santa Claus, and I talk about all this stuff. Mostly it's about little things in life that I noticed that I think are so weird and I tie them all together in a big story. My joy is my trick, the tricky. Magicians are a, a version of comedians. And I, love it. I love it, I love it. The trick, you, you know the trick. I'm gonna make you laugh. And you you almost test me. Oh yeah, how are you gonna do it? And I'm just manipulate gestures and all that stuff. The bottom line is I get so much joy out of it like last night. I said, Oh man, they're gonna they're gonna love this next trick, if you will, because they're buying this and this is great. And it's all it's all it sounds again, sounds odd. It's all about love. I saw that show with Pryor and I end up said that guy changed my freaking life. I said, That's the the fun that's the best I've felt. And that guy gave me a gift, and wow. I worked all my stand-up life to be able to do even a quarter of what that man did. Wow. Well, and you mentioned, you know, seeing his show and what an impact he made on you, and you could tell how fulfilling these stand-up shows are for you and, and your personal fulfillment and what you love to do. Thank you for being so generous with your time with us this morning. We're loving this moment and I this mean, time really. with you <laughs> and the fact that you're you're so open to discussing everything. I do want to ask you about the hot rod you're building because we... Here in Orlando, I mean, the Mika Motto show is here this week. Yep. Huge, huge show. My husband loves uh, motors. He's an adrenaline junkie. Our audience knows that. So what's the latest project you're working on? Uh, well, I have, oddly enough, I just finished a um, 66 Chevy Corvair Corsa because I used to race one on Woodward, a weird car that my brother had. And once I got it dialed up, it's a lot faster than it looks. Every time I drive that car, and I just got it painted Ferrari red after everything was done. <laughs> so that's cool. on one. That's just re- that'll be ready in a week. And then I've been working for three years on a '32 Ford Vicky suicide door model that was a Detroit Auto Show winner, probably back in the '70s or what? '80s. And I found it in a garage, as I call it. My older daughter's helping build it. I said it's the stance, the chop is perfect, and I went nuts. And I know I'm going to get. I feel like a a communist, I put electric motors in it. (laughs) And I dial them up to look like they're gorgeous. Everything about the thing is vintage correct. The interior is mohair. I got wool interior with a Bakelite dash. Wow. It'll be coming out soon. It's been taking forever to get the, the EV people communicate with hot rodders. They, they're two different versions of, of builders. And it, that's been the challenge. It's going to be different. You know, I have big eight, 900 horsepower cars, and this is an electric car. And if you haven't driven them, in the worst way, they're like golf carts. They get you to someplace else quietly and efficiently. The best is they they have ultimate amount of torque. They are so damn fast. Right. They have no personality. So right now, <laughs> I'm working on one with a great personality, if you will. and But it's smooth and quiet. So for a cruiser like this, I'm okay that it doesn't have an engine. Wow. Man, it's so cool. We're on again with Tim Allen. And who would have thought that you have this massive car collection, that you have this passion for them that we can clearly hear over the phone. Now, we want to put you in the hot seat. Ashley's got some questions here. So, Tim, this is great because normally we're used to country stars, you know, Blake Shelton's, the Garth Brooks, and, and as well, as they're amazing. With Rare, we get to have 
folks like you on the show. So in the hot seat with Tim Allen, it's Obi and Ashley. Question number one for you, the last gift you gave. Last gift I gave. Gosh, I got to remember, I gave my older daughter these really beautiful uh, Christmas earrings. Nice. I came in, they came in late for Christmas, and I sent them to her when she was on the road. And she just showed back up here in Los Angeles, and I said, are you having those on? She moved the hair away from her ear, and I go, yeah, and they were. They were perfect. Aw, a a win, a win of a gift there. All right, question two, what is Tim Allen's idea of relaxing? Oh, God, (laughs) a tough one, because I I don't do it easily. I think I love going to movies. Uh, raisinets, popcorn, and I get a big, ah, sitting in one of those big chairs, even in today's crazy, crazy, horrid, hate this stupid virus. Mm-hmm. And it said, movies are difficult now. You have guess, I still think that's how I like to react. I like to buy myself early show, 10 o'clock, head in there with nobody in it and watch a movie. Perfect. Cool. Love cool. it. All right. Question three here. The smartest investment you ever made. You know, crypto and everything's been so hot over the last couple of years. What about you? Smartest investment in general? In general, it's been cars. And I didn't mean it to be that way. I've been very fortunate. I've saved money. I'm a creep for all my stand-up money. Once I paid all my bills off, yeah, I got a lot of trouble when I was young. And I had a lot of legal problems and taxes. When Once I got everything paid up, paid my parents back. I started saving. I bought every car that I, I had model cars all over my bedroom. I pretty much owned or still own every model car I ever had. And one wow. of my accountants says, you've done really well with these cars. When I, <laughs> I didn't buy them to do that, but almost everyone, almost everyone, I, you know, that's been one of the better investments. Definitely. So cool. Very cool. All right. Four. Here we go. The chore around the house you'd rather pay someone to do because you hate it so much. Yeah, and I don't mind doing stuff. It's plumbing. I can't get it. <laughs> I adore plumbers. I don't know. They, the space underneath the sink is so compact. They all must have back problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get fresh water into our houses and black and gray water out of our houses is amazing to me still. But plumbing, I, I, got, I got to get a guy help me out. Uh, don't, don't tell me that. I still picture Tim the Toolman Taylor, all right? Uh, you know? right. <laughs> I end up. I, end up, I can do a little electrical work and the construction same all right with, but plumbing for some reason intimidates me. All okay. right. Okay. okay. Last question for you, Tim. Thank you so much again for your time. We can't wait to see you tomorrow night at the Dr. Phillips Center. Are you a name brand or generic type of guy when it comes to items or products? I'm definitely function. If the functional one, and it means that unfortunately I have to trust reviews on the internet, but if it's a, if it's a functional piece, it's form follows function. If it works, then it's the best brand. It's not always the case that the cheaper version works better than the brand name. There's always a little caveat. Sometimes buying the best is my, my grandpa said, if you can afford quality, that's different than the best. If you can afford quality, always go for quality. And I'll throw that out because tools I have, you can buy a bag of wrenches for 15 bucks at the cheap tool place, or you can go with Fiskar from Germany and you'll hold that wrench in your hand and you go, I'm never going to loan this out. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, there are, there are, there is this thing that's called quality. If you search for that from an old book, <laughs> Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, Robert Persig wrote it. It's a book about the idea of quality. And that's a good question. But I said quality is what I, I, I search for. Love well, it. good Thank deal. So well, much. Tim Allen again with Obi and Ashley here on K92.3. Speaking of quality, as a human, you have provided us with some quality, man. We cannot yeah. wait to see you on that stage.
And remember, I, I always throw this out after all this family stuff. It's not for family. I kind of, I can't, is my, <laughs> yeah, 18 and up. swear a lot. And that's basically, I just don't like annoying children. It's, it's, it's 18 and above. It's not, it's, 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 it's definitely Santa Claus talking, but you can hear stories about Santa Claus. I said, but I liked and say it's family friendly as long as you're over 18. You're a gem, no brother. Light year. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, guys. Ninety-two-three. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. Well, the big story this morning, very exciting for us. Uh, a lot of times, too, we don't get, like, fangirled over, or I should say we don't fangirl over a lot of artists because, you know, it's our job. We interview a lot of people. It's part of what we do. But when you get to have people on, like, Tim Allen, who, of course, is the voice of Buzz Lightyear, known for Home Improvement, which I always loved him on that show. So cool. Yeah, I, I had to keep telling myself, keep it cool. Keep it cool, <laughs> keep it man. Cool. But he kept it cool, and it made it such a great interview. Yeah. So if you missed it this morning, we will play it again in the 8 o'clock hour um, because he's going to be at the Dr. Phillips Center tomorrow night. And it's an 18 and up show tomorrow night. He wanted to make sure we clarified that, that his his comedy tomorrow night is 18 and up and it is not family friendly. But he wants to talk the way he wants to talk. You know, even on the radio, we've got FCC rules, but on the stage, he <laughs> yep. gets to be him. For sure. So again, uh, if you're wanting tickets, side note, get in the K92.3 app because we do have tickets uh, right now to see Tim Allen tomorrow. Now, switching gears here to Kane Brown because uh, men's health. He's being featured in, men, in men's health as the almost fittest guy in country music, which is kind of funny because when you think about fit guys, we think of what Tim McGraw probably being a lot of that inspiration when he shares his story, when he stopped drinking and got his life on track, started working out, eating healthy. Well, now Kane Brown, uh, because they've obviously someone took a notice to Kane's uh, muscular build recently. It's pretty cool. Uh, he's featured in the magazine and talking about different workouts and then, of course, about his family, being on the road and all that good stuff. So if you're into men's health, you're into working out, Kane Brown featured this month in that magazine. And all these stories you can find at k 923 Orlando.com. Toby and Ashley in the morning on k 923 It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hey. All right, so let's understand. We've got a Lake Mary showdown here, yes. man. Uh, Michael, good morning to you. Good morning. All right, Scott, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. All right, so gentlemen, why don't you guys say good morning to each other since you're practically neighbors? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so here's the way the game is played. My beautiful co-host here, Ashley. Hey. So we've got three questions for you. Questions aren't that hard. Not who's the smartest. Nope. Who's the quickest. Phew. Using their sound and having the right answer. That's how you win. So let's get those buzzer sounds. Michael, when you think you're right, what's going to be yours? Hoorah. Hoorah. <laughs> I love that. H- have you served for us? No, sir. Just got a lot of appreciation for the military. Hey, we're, yeah. we're right there with you. Love that. All right, Scott, you, what's going to be your buzzer sound? <laughs> let's go beep. Beep. Nice and simple. All right, let's get ready for the O-Town Showdown. Question number one. This country superstar legend announced right before Christmas... He's coming to Orlando, and it's his only Florida stop. Oh, what you got, Michael? The Garth Brooks. Yes! That's him. Woo! All right, that's one for Michael and Lake Mary. Scott, you need one to stay in the game. All right. All right. Question number two. Little who creates the oatmeal cream pie? Uh, Hoorah. Oh, what you got, Michael? 
Debbie. De- little Debbie. Little Debbie. <laughs> that, uh, that took me a second. I was like, little who? Like a who from Whoville? Oh, you know, the nutty bars. All the things that we love that are so bad for the us. Twinkies. Yeah, Twinkies. Michael, way to be sharp. Actually, Twinkies are hostess. I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Michael. You're the winner of the O-Town Showdown, bro. Congratulations, you, Michael. So, lots of stuff happening in Central Florida. We love to be able to hook you up with tickets to go do them for free, like seeing comedian Ron White at Hard Rock Live. He's going to be there May 13th. Sounds great. Seen it a couple times already. Awesome. Nice. Scott, we're going to save you for redemption, man. We'd love to play with you again. Uh, in the meantime, though, let's get in on this air hug, bro. Come Bring on. Everybody's in, like involved. Air hug. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's another edition of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Showdown. Woo! Have a good morning, guys. I know. K92.3. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. All right. We're back to school this week, but we're also almost to the weekend. Some good news to start your Thursday morning. So this one's interesting because it's not necessarily a doing the right thing per se with a human. This one's with a dog, but it does involve humans. <laughs> so by me. Yeah. So, so here we go. Tinsley is a one-year-old Shiloh Shepherd. Looks just like a, a German Shepherd. Uh, now, there was a phone call made into the Lebanon Police Department because there was a dog that was randomly just roaming the streets. That was when the police officers went to the highway to f- figure out what was going on with this call. They find Tinsley, the one-year-old Shepherd. As they try to approach her, she kind of backs off and runs away. So they walk after her. It's at this point that the officers realize that there's a guardrail that has been uh, crazily damaged and a mangled vehicle on the other side of the guardrail that they couldn't see if it wasn't for Tinsley. Oh. So Tinsley's owners, it turns out that 31-year-old uh, Cam Laundry was with a buddy inside the vehicle. The vehicle had overturned. Um, uh, apparently, the other buddy had a dog in the vehicle, too. That dog got hit by another another no. car. Uh, but Tinsley, who did survive without a oh. scratch, Tinsley was the one who brought the cops to that vehicle wow. where they were able to save both those humans' lives. And uh, again, just crazy. So this is at the Veterans Memorial Bridge right there off of I-89. It's, it's New Hampshire and Vermont. There's a border right there, and that's where they discovered this car accident. Well, and you so, think about the dog, too. Um, I think I saw a headline about that. Like, if it weren't for that dog, they wouldn't have even known that car was down there. Yeah. Yeah, so the owners are saying that the dog was a guardian angel. I mean, oh. how many of, you know, I think about my family pets. You know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this very loosely, but I think about my family pets. And I'm like, God, they're, they're so dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, would, would, Speak for yourself. Would, would my two puppies be able to alert us if there was a, a fire in the house? Oh, yeah. But what do I know? You never know. What do I know when you see a story like this? So treat your pets great. You know, this makes me want to hug on my pets oh, and, and love them real. a little bit more, not knowing their potential. So good. So again, Tinsley, one-year-old Shiloh Shepard there setting off a chain of events to help his owner and his owner's friend. That's doing the right thing. Obie and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Tim McGraw on K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Now, don't forget, in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got Tim Allen. You know him from Buzz. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, you know him from, and then I go down this whole list in my head like he's the voice of Buzz Lightyear. He's Santa from Santa Claus 1, 2, and 3. And we, I mean, we genuinely are excited to have Tim Allen on our show because 
as cool as it is to have Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton and all the stars, sure. like having somebody on the different level of celebrity, like the the movie star or whatnot, we don't get as much. So very, very cool. We'll have him after second date update. Okay. You hear that music? Why are you playing it now, though? <laughs> it's January 6th. Today marks National Take Down Your Christmas Tree Day. Yes. Um... There's an association out there that's warning that in the month of January, a third of house fires are caused because of the Christmas tree Which still is being crazy. in the house. Like, well, how? I, I wonder. I wonder how that happens. But I am taking mine down today. It is driving me nuts. I'm I'm the one that I can't stand going too far into the new year with my tree still up. Like, I want it gone. I want it out of sight. I'm in, I'm t- total Christmas mode. It's crazy how that works. Total Christmas mode. As soon as like Thanksgiving hits even before this past year. But as soon as it's gone, like I want it out of sight, out of mind because I feel like it makes me sad that it's gone. Like take the tree off. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that because yeah, there is this feeling after Christmas that you're like, all right, okay, we're done with Christmas. But it's mainly because it's a sad thing of like, oh, well, I guess we're done. I know because I do enjoy all the decorations and the music in that time of year. But I know we talked about you yesterday, Obi. You guys had already Dedecorated your tree. We have a real one. So because we were out of town for like two weeks, I came home to all my Christmas decor still being up. And I, it was a stressor on my way home, knowing I had all this Christmas crap I had to put away. And so, yeah, all the bulbs got to come off. It's a real tree. I can't remember what my husband normally does with it. He's burned it once before. Yeah, you know what? That would be a that would be a good thing to to, to throw out there. Eight four four two five four nine two three two. What do what do you do with your Christmas trees? The I real know, ones, of course. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, I know a couple of our buddies. You know, they've got some fishing holes, some honey holes. Yeah. That they'll go with their Christmas trees and they'll attach you know whatever kind of weight or a cinder block to their Christmas tree and sink it down to the bottom of the lake. Why? That in turn provides cover for fish. So what? fish now have an environment, a new environment that oh. they can hide from is other fish. Le- is that legal? I don't think... It uh, <laughs> doesn't sound like it. Yeah, so, okay, just remember that Obi and Ashley here, we're not responsible <laughs> for it. <laughs> we, we have to have some sort, of a, some sort of a disclaimer. But uh, yeah, what do you do with your, with your Christmas trees? Whatever you do, don't take it to the southernmost point of yeah. Key West. Did you see that on the news yes, uh, last week? Some, I did, I saw some that footage. Some two dudes took down a Christmas tree, lit it on fire, and now the southernmost point structure that everybody takes pictures with. They had to repair the whole dang thing because they lit it on fire on purpose to damage the structure. So annoying. Yeah, well, we've got some neighbors a couple of houses down that they host a big Christmas tree burnout. In their backyard? Yep, they invite everybody to bring their Christmas trees. Dang. So, uh, they have so like they- fire hydrant on hand? No, but we do have to No, but we do have to notify the fire department to be there. What? Yeah. So luckily we have like one of our buddies who works uh, for the fire department that he does like off duty. Does and this then thing he... get big? Oh, yeah. It gets big. This is a big like yard. a big bonfire. <laughs> so, yeah. So today, take down your Christmas tree. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So, Obi and I have to admit, you know, we get a little bit spoiled. I would say, uh, what's the word? Not spoiled, but Jaded. By when you're doing a lot of interviews all of the time with country's biggest stars, Blake Shelton, Garth Brooks, uh, Maren Morris, you name it, we've probably interviewed them. And so when you get to interview someone you haven't interviewed before and they're not in the country music world, I'm talking about Tim Allen, uh, we fangirl a little bit. We're like, this is so cool. So we had that opportunity because Tim Allen's going to be at the Dr. Phillips Center tomorrow night. Uh, He joined us on the show earlier. If you missed it, we will play uh, Tim Allen coming up here right after Second Date Update. Um, But it's really cool because 
you never know what to expect of these celebrities because in our eyes, he's not a country artist. We know they're all genuine and very nice. So how was Tim Allen? Was he welcoming? Was he open to talk about things? He was so great. And then it was very cool to talk to him about his past career when he started in radio. And just as a comparison, you know, for you driving right now, are you listening? I mean, imagine you getting to talk to somebody that's this huge celebrity that you find out that they started in the career that you're working in right now. Uh, and Tim had a lot of great things to say about it. Radio is, uh, I learned that morning radio is really the deal. You guys don't realize the gem you have, or maybe you do. It's, it's, such, it's such a part of America. There's no better process. It was about production, about setting up what it takes to get where you are. I, I, I love how <laughs> passionate he was about so it. So passionate! But then again, he said that it created a domino effect. That's the way that he behaved in TV, getting prepared for that, getting prepared for movies. and So cool. So again, you don't want to miss the full interview. And also, we've got tickets to see Tim Allen inside the K92.3 app right now. If you want to go see him tomorrow night and his stand-up comedy, he made it very clear to us his stand-up comedy show tomorrow night is 18 and up and not family-friendly. Not for kids. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good time. And then switching gears here to Kane Brown. This is pretty cool. His appearance in Men's Health Magazine. So if you're a huge Kane Brown fan, you would have seen him posting about this before. But he's really gotten involved with his health, with working out and really like building muscle over the last year and a half. I think it all started with COVID, like for so many people that you went one way or the other. (laughs) But (laughs) for Kane Brown, he really wanted to gain muscle. And Men's Health has taken notice of that, calling him the almost fittest man in country music. Um, and in our heads, too, we think about Tim McGraw, right? And Kane, one of the times we interviewed him recently, said that he was actually probably a little shy to go work out with Tim McGraw because he knows how intense Tim McGraw's workouts are. Well, don't let Kane fool you. These pictures in men's health, he's ripped. I mean, Good he hides him. it under under some baggy sweatshirts and stuff like that, but he looks great. Good for him. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as role models today, him and his wife, you know, they just had their second baby. They kind of kept that to themselves, yes. which I think is a huge move. Huge. Right to keep that to yourself, and then for this to happen too, they're just sitting on top of the world. So you can see one of those pictures uh, up at K ninety two three Orlando dot K ninety two three. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update, brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check? Google Dan Newland. Donna, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sanford. Okay, hey, it's always good to know where everybody's at. You know, you could be our neighbor. Uh, so tell us about your story really quick. I'm calling about Mike, who I went on a date with, and he's not calling me back. Well, we did read that in the email. (laughs) (laughs) So give us a little bit more detail. Like, what did you guys do? Why are you so into him? Uh, You know, we we went to a movie, and as soon as I started talking to him, pretty much, I felt like we were clicking really well. So I don't know what happened. Was there anything after the date? Like, do you guys just go your separate ways? Did you talk after that at all? I've tried to text him, but he hasn't responded at all. Okay. And that's not like, because you were having pretty frequent communication, you said, in your email before this happened, right? Before the date. Yeah, we were texting back and forth, so I don't know. It's not like I have the wrong number, you know? (laughs) Right. Okay, like, how how long have you guys known each other? Um, It's been maybe a week since our first contact now. Uh, We only talked for a couple days before we went out. Oh, wow. Well, let's see if we can call him and get the both of you talking. Thank you. We'll try. His name's Mike, right? Or does he go by Michael, Donna? I called him Mike before. Okay. Hello? Yes, looking for Mike, please? Or Michael? 
yes. Hey, this is Obi and Ashley. So there are two of us here. We Good uh, we do a, we do a morning radio show. We work for the big station here in town, K ninety two three. Okay. How are you today? I'm good. What's uh, what is this? Well, we think you're gonna be better just because we've heard some pretty great things <laughs> okay. about you from a girl named Donna that you went out with. She said that you guys went to go see a movie, and was hoping you guys could get on a second date. Oh, Donna. Yes. Oh no. Is is that gonna be a problem? Because oh we'll God. pay we'll pay for the date. Um, you know, thanks, but no thanks. That's definitely gonna be a problem. Okay, it, uh, Mike, if you don't mind, you're like spilling a little bit of the beans, right? So we can help her out. Uh, well, I, I, I'm sorry. Donna contacted you to contact me. Yeah. So we're just kind of helping out. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm purposefully not contacting her, so I don't know why why you guys are reaching out for her. Well, that's that answers part of our question, Mike, to be honest with you. So you're purposely not getting back to her. She would just like an answer as to why. Okay, look, this is crazy. So I went out with, with, with Donna. We didn't really know each other, okay? We just, like, had been, like, mess- we met on Tinder. We messaged for, like, a couple days. And, like, at the movie... We're, it's like in the middle of the movie, we're watching, and she she puts her tongue in my ear. Ooh. Like, <laughs> just licks my ear, but not like the outside. She like goes in, like, like inside my ear. In the wax like, hole? In, Ew! The, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. To some guys, this would be a turn on. Well, I mean, like, I don't know, like location, we're at a movie. And, like, I don't really know her. And it's like, okay, maybe later, but, like, what are you doing? Wow. So, wrong place, wrong time. Okay, so that's <laughs> the only problem then. So, you know, that I probably could have gotten over. Like, hey, a girl who's, like, really into me, like, okay, fine, I can make it work. But said her goodbyes and nonstop text messages. And and not just that. She's been calling me, texting me. Unfortunately, I added her on Facebook before the date. So then she went and started liking Every single one of my pictures. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, well, hold on. Hold on, Mike. Mike, you wouldn't respond. I was just trying to get you to respond. Uh, Okay, Mike, that's Donna. She is on the line, and she got a chance to hear all that. But this is good, right, guys? I don't know why. He was definitely liking what I was doing at the movies. Okay, that that was weird. I did not like that. I don't like you. Wow. Yeah, how could he tell me to leave him alone if he hasn't responded to any of my messages or anything? You take a girl out and then you just ignore her? That's so rude. Please leave me alone. I mean, Donna, he's being pretty clear. Well, you know, people say things they don't mean. Like, he's just, he doesn't see how good we are together. Like, um, I don't know. He's just playing hard to get. I mean, I can feel the passion. Okay, I'm not, really? I, I'm not playing hard to get. Donna, we can't. I, I want no part of this. Fair enough, Mike. Well, we're not going to keep you on the line anymore. Donna, sorry we couldn't help, but it seems like you were already kind of told this. Don't ever call me again. Mike, you you don't know what you're missing. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K-82-3 app. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.